why your photographic guide should not be sitting in the passenger seat. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye. I'm back in the office for one week before heading to Kenya this coming Saturday where I'll be hosting a wildlife photography workshop. I then go on to Amboseli for two or three days to start the next workshop. Andrew Dankwith is gonna come take over from me and then I'm back and that's the final trip that I'm hosting this year. However, short little podcast this one, I think. I think. But what I wanted to just touch on quickly is photographic guides and where they position themselves in the game drive vehicle with guests. I just returned from Mala Mala and a couple of things happened on my vehicle where it just showed again how important it is for me as the photographic guide to be sitting behind my client. So normal game drive configuration, most vehicles either have a three by three or a two by three configuration. So three rows of three or three rows of two. Now, majority of the time, if I have a single client, they will sit in the first row and I will sit directly behind them. If I have any, if I have three guests, they will sit on the three seats on the left-hand side of the vehicle, and I will sit on the right-hand side in the middle because it gives me easy access to all of them. And if, for example, there's a five-guest situation, which is the most we'll take on a single vehicle, it would be two people in the front row, side to side, two people on the back row, side to side, one person in the middle, and myself taking the other spot. So I'm literally in the middle of the guests. Now, on a few occasions this week, Linda, my client, was shooting, and I'm behind her, so I can see exactly if it's a if it's a sighting with many things on the go, right? I could do I could look and see where she's shooting, how she's shooting. Is it portrait orientation, and or is it landscape orientation, right? Because those things matter. If it's a sighting where there's many things happening, where is she pointing at? Am I calling out for her, for example, that? Oh, look, you need to focus on the cub now, not the mom. There's a potential shot here. There's a potential shot there. Sometimes they play back their images and they want to show you quickly to check the histogram. Sometimes people won't say anything, but they'll start playing with their camera, i.e. trying to find settings or change something. They won't ask. They'll just try and do it, but then you can add value. Now, for me, there are three main reasons why the photographic guide should not be sitting in the passenger seat next to the local guide who is driving the vehicle. Number one, exactly what I just said. You cannot teach and assist from the front as well as you can from the back. I can teach, I know I can. From the front, very difficult because I'm facing forward. I'm lower than all the guests. If someone's in the back row and they wanna just ask me something quickly, they can't really. It's not comfortable. If there's a shooting situation, I'm low down. How difficult is it to look back and see where my guests are pointing their cameras? You can't do it. So being able to add maximum value the front passenger seat is not the way to do it. You cannot. Impossible to add maximum value from there. Number two is that seat is lower than all the other seats on the vehicle because it tapers down. So theoretically, you as the photographic guide have the best angle. You have the lower to eye contact shot. You can also not always, it's difficult sometimes if you're not high up to see what other people are seeing. So from the bottom there, you have the best shot angle-wise and having to translate that for your gets doesn't always work from down there. The third one, and I've heard this from local guides at a lot of lodges, it feels to them if you sit there and you're kind of asking the whole time and ch- telling them what to do, how to position, how to what, that they are not trusted. It's a trust issue. Now, We choose our local guides as much as we can, or if I don't know them at all, we'll have a quick conversation, and I make it perfectly clear to my local guides that, you know what, I'm not here to steal your thunder. 
You are the local guide. You have the local knowledge. You have the information that we would need. Where do these animals normally hang around? If they're here, where is the end of their territory? Whose tracks might this be? And so on and so forth. I need to trust that they can do the job. I need to trust that they can do the job because they're there. For me to sit next to them and override every decision, go there, what about this, where are we going, what's happening, it makes the local guide feel like you do not trust them. And this is not from me. I've been in that seat before, I've done that guiding, but it's from people at lodges, that's what they feel like. There's nothing worse if you are the guide driving the vehicle and there's some funny felt Kenner person who's now going to override everything that you say and he's going to tell people about lions and, and, and. There's nothing better, and I'm sure for those of you that have been on a wild eye trip or with myself, one of the local guides, than a bit of banter and a bit of jokes and team play and camaraderie, if you will, between the photographic guide and the local guide. I must be honest, I haven't had very many occasions where I got stuck with a local guide, which is like, uh, dodgy. Once or twice, do- not dodgy as in scaly, dodgy as in don't know what they're doing or they're trying to run the show or try with ego, whatever. Literally, after the first drive then, We'll get back to the lodge. I'll say, listen, let's go for a quick drink. And we'll just have a conversation. I said, listen, dude, we're both here to have fun. We're both here to add value to the client. You do you, I'll do me, and then we can do us together because that's where the maximum value is. They also need to enjoy it. So one more time, my three reasons why a photographic guide should not be sitting in the passenger side of a game drive vehicle on a photographic safari. Number one, you cannot teach effectively from there and you cannot add maximum value. Number two, you suddenly have the best angle over all of your guests and it's very difficult to translate it backwards. And number three, the local guide feels that you don't trust them if you keep on overriding them from down there. I believe it 100%. We've taken this stance from at a wild eye uh, guiding point of view since the very beginning when I started this company and it works. It works. I promise you that. Sitting in the back with the guy guests Knowing what they see, looking at what they're doing, being able to assist at anything is where the maximum value is. Anyway, if you guys have any questions or comments, my handle on all the social media uh, platforms, Jerry Finnevolt, or email Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, at wildeye.co.za. All the links are in the description of this podcast. You can find it there. And as always, I look forward to hearing from you. Guys, thank you for your time. Thank you for lending me your ear. I will chat to you in the next episode. My name is Jerry. I'm from Wild Eye. Have a good one.